ten things I hate about you. Ten, yeah. ten, ten things for hair to put into a box. Um, <laughs> all right. You're listening to Soft Focus, a podcast that's so far only been about movies. But maybe it won't be. <laughs> alone soon. Um, anyway, I'm Derek. Uh, how are you, Sam? I'm doing great. And how's your grandparents? Oh, you want to? Okay. Uh, they're doing great. Um, I just received an email from my grandparents about... Here, I'll read it off right now. Uh, well, I won't read off the first part. I hate to admit that we went to see Dirty Old Grandpa. (laughs) We weren't really aware of the content. I knew it was R-rated, but not quite what we expected. Just thought we might like a comedy, and Robert De Niro was in it, so how bad could it be? (laughs) Another person leaving the theater after the movie said it was so bad it was good. I heard a little old lady comment, but not that I'm not in that category, too, that Dirty Old Grandpa sounded like a cute movie. I bet she was in for a shock. <laughs> Thanks again for thinking of us. Hope all is going well for you, Grandpa and Grandma. Oh so, God, that's so uh, I guess that's probably not a glowing review One of the film. One thumbs down for uh, yeah, dirty, what's it called? Dirty, dirty Grandpa? Grandpa, but they put it's, Dirty Old Grandpa, which I think yeah. is actually <laughs> a better so title. Zach Efron. And no, I know what okay, it is. Okay. Yeah. They just hit us so much on the set of New Year's Eve. Um, New Year's like, Eve? They and Ludacris <laughs> were hanging out. And like Michelle Pfeiffer and right. oh, Michelle someone Pfeiffer. else who was in that. Who else was in that movie? Um, Everyone. Steve Buscemi was he in it? No. Oh, okay. There's a Buscemi. And, a Buscemi. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and uh, Bon Jovi were just like probably hanging out. And then you know Zac Efron and uh, Robert De Niro, who were both in that horrible piece of crap movie. I always yeah. think that Bon Jovi has a face for the pictures. He's a beautiful man. He's not that. I'm no, I th- no, I think he's disgusting. Derek. Yes. How's your fantasy? Um, thing? it's been a while since we've done one of these, so I think I was like in first or second the last time we talked. Uh, Eric Bledsoe had his season-ending knee surgery. Thought it was going to be a hit to my team. Uh, I dropped down to second for a, a minute, but I'm back strong. I'm in first place. Uh, it, I'm like too good. It's a problem. Oh my like, god. No one else <laughs> oh my god. Me. Yeah. Are you, is who had an injury? Eric Bledsoe. He's was he player. on your team? Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So he he was like my second best player. Isn't that a detriment to your? Yeah, but I'm just so good. That okay, it doesn't matter. Like I was I was worried for like a week, and yeah. I was like, oh wait, I'm still just destroying everything. Wow, you welcome at the handicap. I'm I'm um, makes it interesting. Exaggerating a little bit, but so yeah, that's my fantasy team. Uh, how is YouTube? Theater. Uh, YouTube is really good. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm getting down into like some nitty gritty stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I just found this account that is an African man, and he, I think he actually lives in Africa, and uh, he has many videos of like gospel singers and stuff, and it's all in languages that I do not know. And but he has a string of videos of these two bulls fighting in the street and yeah it's just these two bulls and the video looks like it was on like a uh, like an early cell phone that has a camera on it but it can take video and it's just really interesting because the video looks like shit but it's interesting because you can see the two bulls fighting like so incredibly violently that it like is scary but then like everybody else is just like walking around them and so I've been watching all these bulls fighting with these like little kids just being like, eh, like la di da da, like walking by. Place? What? Where did it take place? Do you know? I mean, it looks like 
Africa for as much as okay. I know about That's Africa. Strange. Yeah, no, it's really strange, but it's like really hard to not watch. We can put a link to it on okay. Twitter. <laughs> it yeah, it's really crazy. Are they all right after? Or do they yeah. look okay? I mean they just like eventually just like stop. Okay, okay, good. good. Yeah, but there's people like whizzing by That's on their so scooters and stuff. Huh. And you said like the audio quality is really good. Yeah, the audio is like insane, but the video just looks it just looks like there's like mud on the camera. <laughs> it's really crazy. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I like I love it. Um yeah, it's been YouTube. That sounds like a uh, big, the the big short is what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> I can't think of a translation. Um, that sounds almost. I as would bad. rather be gored by a bull than uh, watch Holy the big shit. short. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh, we didn't say it at the beginning, but we're gonna talk about the movie The Big Short this week, um, which I think was a pile of shit. I don't think that. Yeah. See, I'm you're you're like the you like the most out of the three of us. I think. Uh, probably. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's like. Like uh. If you made someone like a cupcake, but you want to like surprise them by like putting a little piece of poop in there, like there's <laughs> like ra there's rabbit poop inside the cupcake, and then when you bite into it, even though it like looks like it's ready to be yeah. good and ready yeah. to go, but then you just you just eat poop. I would almost say it's the the opposite <laughs> of that because the, everything that I hated about this movie was um, on the ex exterior, on like the on an aesthetic level. Yeah. Like, there's kind of an interesting story down in there, although I think ultimately, like, the whole project is just kind of bad and misconceived. Um, but the good parts are kind of on the inside, or the parts that are less awful. So you it's think like, it's more like a poop cupcake? It's like with diarrhea like with, like, normal poop inside. Oh! Like, really gross, and then, like, kind of less gross really? in the Really? Interesting. Middle. I thought it was like, oh, wow, look at this thing that you don't know that much about, and we're going to teach you about it. And, like, they give you facts that are interesting and stuff, and, like, they actually explain what happens. But then, like, the dialogue, I didn't think that was interesting. I didn't think the characters were that interesting. But, like, then again, you also get to, like, learn this, like, okay, vague yeah. amount of information about So this something. movie's about um, the housing crisis that, like, crashed the market. In 2007. Um, and it takes, like, a what like populist approach or something like uh well I think like it definitely the movie kind of like takes the moral high ground right yeah um well it follows the people but it's told through the lens of like a bunch of people who rather than trying to like do something about it just like foresaw this event and tried to secure their own financial gain yeah they tried to like make it. money off so of like I don't know how the movie takes the moral high ground when it's like, oh, check out these smart guys. They figured it out and made a fuckload of money off of everyone losing their house. <laughs> um, well, Brad Pitt was at least, like, sad about it. Yeah, oh, okay, <laughs> well, then it's fine. This like, is what I think is interesting about the movie, is that, and for the record, I think it's a good movie. What? But I think, I oh, think it's an okay movie, but I wonder how how it could have been much better and i wonder how it would it have been have hard been for it made. to be worse <laughs> i think it could have been i think this is the problem with the movie yeah. and i think that that's what you just touched on is the fact that it's trying to accomplish a number of things and all of them seem to be at odds with one another it's trying to okay. be like a banking crisis for dummies movie yeah it's trying to be like a catharsis for people who were affected in the banking crisis it's trying to be, like, exposing big banks. It's trying to be a positive portrayal of people who gained the system yeah. and profited from its destruction. Yeah. And Almost I don't, a heist movie. Yeah. And I, and I don't know if all of those things can 
fit together well. It takes a very broad brush yeah. to something that should yeah. be like very to me a smaller, more human well, like, story. Yeah, I think especially like um the tension between it trying to be like kind of funny yeah. or like a comedy or like a rat-a-tat, like look at these smart guys, look how they beat the system, mm -hmm. like now you see me or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and then at, at the same time being like, oh, this is so bad that this happened, you know? Like, yeah. There was like music and shots that I was like, what is this, like a commercial for, uh, you know, donating to starving children in Africa? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. got really self-serious, which not to say that's not a serious issue, but yeah, I, I think those things were definitely odds. Um, okay, so given all of those uh, angles that the movie kind of had, which one do you think was most successful? Or which which of them do you think actually worked? Well, you know, I think all of them could work on their own. I think the movie itself, it, I, I'm interested in those characters. I'm interested in how mean those characters are. I wish it was more like The Wolf of Wall Street, where it's taking a serious issue and making it farce kind of do you know okay. what I mean where yeah, like yeah, yeah. to me the wolf of wall street the movie itself is a excessive and yeah. it's about excess the movie yeah, yeah, yeah. the movie the content of the movie and the structure of the movie is commenting on what the movie's trying to comment on mm -hmm. in it you know what I mean yeah absolutely that is what this movie should have done in my opinion is if you're going to revel in these people you should, the content of yeah. the movie itself should reflect that in some regard. Yeah, and like, uh, I mean, Ryan Gosling's character was kind of supposed to be like, you know... He's supposed to be the Jordan Belfort of the... Yeah, like the movie <laughs> has a sort of like ironic approach to him, mm -hmm. but then Steve Carell's character is like really sincere, and Steve Carell just makes like the one facial expression he makes when he's trying to be sincere, which just kind of looks like he's constipated. Yeah. Or like, his character seems maybe so Maybe going like... to cry, but he's also very confused. Yeah. His um, every time I saw his face, it looked like he like his clothes were too tight or something. Yes, like, that's a very good way. To yeah, say yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, but I mean, the acting was all pretty good. Yes, I I didn't I wasn't nuts about Steve Carell, but I thought for the most part the acting was quite good. I given like I mean, they, script. I think all those people can like, they can act, but like yeah. I just didn't care about the characters. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I wanted to like I just like hated Ryan Gosling's character. I think you were supposed to. I think you were kind of supposed to be like, oh, look at this attractive Ugh, guy, at guy that knows what he's doing. He's but got like money. his his tan was like intentionally kind of fake, and his hair was yeah. like intentionally kind of weird. Everybody yeah. looks horribly unattractive, and I yeah. think that that's supposed to be except the show like the itself. um the the like Steve Carell's little posse. I felt like they were all like kind of weird looking, but kind of hot. The the one guy that's that true. uh like the numbers guy that had like the shaved head. Yeah, he looked like he like was supposed to be in, like, The Matrix or something. <laughs> like, was I was, in, I was waiting was for... interesting. I thought he was really Yeah, good. He, I think he was the best character really in the movie. Yeah. I was waiting for him to put on, like, some, like, NASCAR sunglasses, though. <laughs> <laughs> him, and, like, and then, like, like the put milder, a model and start sprinting. Then there was, like, the milder guy who's just, like, the chill one of the group. He like, that's not what's given... that guy's name? Hamish Linklater? Yeah, yeah. I think so. And then there's, like, the bro character, too. Yeah, was, like, I thought, actually, that interplay, those characters all had, like, good stuff going on. Like... The, the happy-go-lucky one, like, always is talking about some restaurant yeah. that he wants to go to, and they're always yeah. like, shut up, like, we don't even want to be your friend. And at the yeah. and then at the end, when some person's yeah, like, yeah. hey, I heard there's this, like, Cuban place. A little arc between it, 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 That was actually kind of a nice touch. Yeah. I um, think the movie should should have just been about Steve Carell and his gang. And, like, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Well, like, I think, fuck absolutely. Christian Bale. Fuck. Absolutely. But I think that all of those people could make interesting movies, too. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that it's just hard to put them all in a movie, all competing with one another. And I, I just, understand that yeah. it's like, okay... All these people are finding out about this thing at sort of the same yeah. time. 
they're they're sort of mixing a little bit together. And so you want that in your movie, but it's just so much content. And it's all about essentially what are people doing something bad. And yeah. then the movie's trying to be like a morality tale as well. Yeah. And it just doesn't really make sense altogether. But like I think it would have been nice to have a little bit of more of a focus. And I think Steve Carell and his like group of people they were like, are really interesting. Yeah, they were like I feel like they were like the perfect people yeah. to do it. Yeah. Because you don't have like with Christian Bale, there's not really anybody there to like bounce off of him necessarily. He's yeah. kind of like in a but room also, alone. Also that whole story was just like him being like, I'm right. And then everyone else, <laughs> yeah. being, everyone else being like, "No, you're not." <laughs> yeah. It's like, "No, yeah. you're an idiot. I am right." Yeah, and then he's <laughs> right. It. That was the whole story. Also, I think it's kind of hilarious that he's nominated. I think it's hilarious how many things this movie is nominated for. Yes. Um, but like Christian Bale's nominated for best supporting actor. Yeah. He like uh, knocks his first scene of the movie out of the park. He does this weird thing where yeah. he like crosses one of his eyes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the character that he's playing, it's, you know, a real person, and it's kind of like an eccentric guy who's, like, obviously a, a real, like, market whiz. Yeah. Um, but is also just, like, really into Pantera and, like, fantasy novels. Yeah, yeah. And, and just wear shorts all the time. And he like, learned to play drums from Pantera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there was an interview with the actual guy who uh -huh. said that he had, I think it said that he had never talked to anybody more than he's talked to Christian Bale. Like, he thought he would not like him. And oh. then they had, like, really interesting conversations, that's really funny. hit it off, and, yeah. like, we're talking for, like, hours and hours on end. Oh, weird. I think that's kind of interesting. I think Christian Bale really is that person, probably. Like, it's probably a great um, interpretation of this actual person. Well, okay, I feel like he was the doing all the acting yeah. stuff in that first scene. Yeah. And, and then he just kind of got tired of it. Like, he does the little, like, cross-eye thing. Yeah. In the first scene, and then he just straight up stops. Like yeah. the rest of the movie, he I, doesn't I do it. Oh, I kept, I kept looking for it, and I was. It's like, like it's like when someone does an accent at the beginning sure. of the movie, and then it just like fades away. Except it was just like everything that he was doing. Well, I think that probably he his character to me because there's so little arc yeah. in his character. It's kind of like a superhero movie where, oh, that's the most interesting part of a superhero movie is him, like finding out his powers, yeah. becoming the, and then the actual. Bec being a superhero is not terribly interesting. Do you know what I mean? And that's that first couple scenes with Christian Bale. Those are like his very beginnings of yeah. becoming like a yeah, superhero. That's, like that's his arc. And then the rest of it is kind of flat. They could have anyway. just had him as like five minute intro thing. Yeah, explaining and then, like, what's happening. And then like not really had him in the rest of the movie. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't um, have... I mean, it's depressing watching his company tank, I suppose, but yeah. it's not terribly interesting or engaging. They um, she should have had him at the beginning. He intros the whole problem, and then it turns into a yeah. different movie entirely, I think. I think those like two younger dudes and Brad Pitt should just have not been in the movie at all. Yeah. I do like the interplay and the relationship between those two guys and Yeah, me Brad too. Because it's like... It works. It's like fun, but like yeah. I... But they didn't really, like, go into it. It was like, no, oh, yeah. we're checking... Basically, I mean, there's, like, the three different groups. There's, yeah. like, Steve Carell mm -hmm. and his company, and then they are sort of, like, interacting with um, Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. Or not Brad Pitt, uh, Ryan Gosling. Mm -hmm. And then there's these two uh, young actors who haven't been in a ton of stuff. Finn Whitrock is from American Horror Story. Oh, okay. Oh. And then the other guy, I know him from something, but I can't remember. He was in, Bro or he was in um, Carol. Yes, that's right. And he's, he's really Carol. good in Carol, actually. Mm -hmm. Like, 
uh, in a small role, he nails it. Anyways, then there's those two guys that interact with Brad Pitt, and then there's Christian Bale who interacts with no one. Yeah. And it just keeps bouncing between these three storylines, and, like, for most of the movies, like, yep, we still think that there's going to be a housing crisis. Yeah. Yep, no one believes us yet. All right, back to this other storyline. Yeah, I think there's going to be a housing crisis, too. No, yeah. no one believes me. And it's yeah. like, okay, we'll do this for 40 minutes, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I at least, yeah, I, I like how Steve Cromer's gang at least were, like, doing things that were like, oh, we're going to figure out if this is yeah, true. Yeah, they, like, went places. Yeah, they, like, went places, did stuff, they talked to people. Yeah, they went to and Miami. And ev- everybody too. else was just like, we need to make money off this right now. Yeah. And they were kind of just like, okay, we're going to do it, but we feel bad about it, and, like... They're definitely the core of the movie, the most interesting yeah. part of it. They, like, confront that 100%. one lady, mm-hmm. and she's like... Yeah, they, she, like, calls him out. Like, how many... Whatever stocks do you have now? Yeah. yeah. I really like um, when Steve Carell is at the sushi restaurant with some guy. I forgot who that... You remember that scene? Yeah, it was just like a... Ryan Gosling, like, sets up that meeting. He's like, here's the people you're betting against. Yeah, Still yeah. tell me if you think it's a bad idea. Yes. And that, like, Steve Carell, to me, had, like, a quiet uh, disapproval about everything. And I kind of thought he was effective. And I think that group of people is so so far and beyond the most interesting part. Well, but, and I mean, the other thing that you can do is if you make it more of a heist movie, yeah. I think you can do this, you know, um, not particularly original, but probably more entertaining than the movie we ended up watching, thing where it's like, oh, whoa, Steve Carell just walked past Brad Pitt. They don't know each other, but boom, now we're just going to show you this yeah, yeah. side of the story. Like, have some tracking shots. Like, yeah. if it was kind of, like, more, like, vin- like, vignettes. Yeah. Well, and then have them, like, you know, when you have these disparate storylines of a movie like Pulp Fiction or, mm-hmm. like, a million other derivative movies that have not been good since then, mm-hmm. um... They just, like, show where, like, the paths cross and yeah. then um, generate, like, some energy off of that sort of, mm-hmm. it yeah. feels like. And, and this was, just, like, cut between them. I did like the part in Las Vegas where they kind of almost met. Yeah. Like, it it did have, like, an excitement about it. Like, ooh, maybe they're all going to find out. At the yeah. Same, you know what I mean? Like, they're all like going to be on the same team. Yeah, there was, like, an energy about that. Yeah. And then it kind of did nothing and went nowhere. Honestly... Yeah. Uh, like, 40 minutes into the movie, I was just waiting for George Clooney to, like, walk in on camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, kind oh, of like, George Clooney's in. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is like an Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. It could have been, like, an Ocean's yeah. eleven like, fun, I know. like, heisty movie. I think the problem is, in a way, with everything. But, no, I think it's the editing, for the most part. Oh, I mean, yeah, we haven't even gotten into this. But, but <laughs> it's interesting. I looked up the editor of the movie. His name's Hank Corwin. And these are some of his movies that he's done. Jimmy, All Is By My Side, the Jimi Hendrix movie with Andre 3000, Natural Born Killers, Nixon, The New World, and Tree of Life. Oh, Tree of Life. Weird. (laughs) And the cinematographer is Barry Aykroyd, who did United 93, The Hurt Locker, Coriolanus, Captain Phillips, and Dark Places. And I feel like this movie looks like United 93, or The Hurt Locker, to me. Yes, yeah. And combine that with a Terrence Malicky editor and I think it's just really horrible. That's like a bad it's a fit. bad yeah. fit, especially with Adam McKay, oh. the guy who did Anchorman, Talladega Night Step Brothers. Not that those are terribly bad movies, but they I, are. They're, no, I don't I don't necessarily think Anchorman or um Would you say that those are those comedies are all um relatively like cynical about what is going to like f- make an audience laugh? 
No. Like, those, those movies do not have, like, a high estimation of their audience's intelligence. I think that that's true about, certainly about Talladega Nights and yeah. things like that. But I just think that he, like, it, it doesn't, none of those fit together to me. Those puzzle pieces don't necessarily fit. But, like, it's edited like Natural Born Killers. It's shot like United 93. And it's by the guy who did the, the other guys. And none of those things fit to me. Like, the editing, there could have been this interplay, there could have been something really fascinating going on. It's, it's quick cuts of things in, like, this banal, the office-looking shots. And it just doesn't make any sense. None of it fits together. And I apparently, mean, a lot of the dialogue was Im- improvised, improvisational. So maybe you need, like, those quick cuts or something like that. But don't you think that it kind of... It deflated the movie instead of... Um, helping it a lot. I mean, I think the, the by and far the worst thing about this movie, which had a lot of bad things about it, was, um, which we haven't even talked about yet. I'm kind of surprised we didn't, like, start out with this. All this, like, shock jock VJ, like, like, they were just cut to all these, like, stock photos, like, that with was... a voiceover, like, hey, the housing market it was crashing in 2000, blah. and then they show a picture of, like, George Bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or and, like... da, 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 da. and then they just, like, show a picture of a rocket taking off, and a volcano, and, like, six other things, and it's yeah. like, whoa, get it? Like, look, I looked up these pictures on Google Image yeah, yeah, Search, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, like... Everything is scary. Yeah, it's fast-paced. We know what's going on. We're really sophisticated. <laughs> we have an editing program on someone's computer. Oh, my God, it was so bad. It I was hated really it. Like, a lot of this movie was just me That's sitting the in the theater, like, part. stewing about how angry I was. Like, that this movie was just so ugly. Yeah. And edited in such a, um... It's ugly. <sighs> it's ugly to look at. That's its problem. Edited in such a, like, silly, stupid, um... Like, shock value type way. Yeah. It's in um, your face. Like, it just... It really just seemed like the guy who directed Step Brothers, like, saw some... Uh, like pretentious anarchist VJ and was like whoa like he had his mind blown and yeah. then it, or it's just like someone you know like uh, some person you went to high school with you like run into yeah. and they're like oh yeah th- that kid was weird I should tell him about the time I like smoked weed okay. he'll really be into or like the time that I saw like one indie movie the time that yeah, I watched yeah. like uh, oh you think that's what the Eternal movie Sunshine is a- and the Spotless mm-hmm. Mind you're like okay yeah cool you had one like semi odd experience and yeah. you think you're like in my world now yeah it seemed like Adam McKay was just like oh I'm a you know idiot who makes these terrible movies whoa like I saw something Jeez. that was almost art <laughs> and like now I'm really into that right it is very weird uh, and i think that like the, uh, ed- the editing of those images together i i have um uh this is from an interview in slate magazine oh my <laughs> god you really did your research the interviewer said you're going to slate now that, yeah uh, hank this is an interview with hank corwin the the um the, the editor the interviewer says those images yeah referring to the getty's images garbage were kind of outside the realm of the banker's what the rest of the culture was consuming at the time, oblivious to the banker's actions. And Hank Corwin says, absolutely. (laughs) Now, I think that that is... I think there's so much intent in reading interviews with the people uh, who put this movie together. There's so much of, like, good ideas, relatively speaking, good ideas, that are executed really poorly. The idea of having images outside the realm of bankers, what's happening at the time that these bankers are not consuming, or, like, these people uh, worrying about the housing market, not consuming at all. They're invested in this thing that no everyone else is oblivious to. Everybody else is focusing on these things. But That's, like, it, that's kind of interesting, and but it like, could be done in an interesting way, but it's so 
yeah. poorly done. It's, yeah. And it's done in such a condescending way. Like, it's done in a well, you way. idiots were all watching a music video. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These guys figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I feel like that they could have shown that. Um, you know the scene where they go to those houses that are all like abandoned and stuff? Yes. They could have shown that idea, like these people are buying all this shit. Yeah. By just like being going in the houses and there's just like a bunch of shit there. Yeah, like yeah. be like, oh look, these people have this TV and they have all this like what are people buying in two thousand seven? Like PS3s or something? Hoverboards. Yeah, like <laughs> there might there's like ten hoverboards in their closet. No, I... Bunch of shit. That, well, you know and I mean? by the way, like, oh if you're God. gonna cut to something that's, like, distracting people from, like, the reality of the world and, like, things they should be paying attention to, why don't you show a clip from Step Brothers? Yeah. Like, oh, no, yeah, yeah. like, oh all God. these cuts that are just like, oh, you idiots paying attention to pop culture, this right. really, like, condescending, pretentious view of, like, pop culture and yeah. just, like, the average American, like, yeah. kind of painting them as stupid. And it's like, no, you for most of your career, director of this movie, have been making condescending movies like yeah. that are cynical about how stupid people are and just try to cater to like the lowest common denominator. But just like, they should have just let the story oh. unfold right. information. Like, they could have had the characters themselves like buying Starbucks or like doing all this like shit, right. like going to Target and buying fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? It's they didn't have to be like, look, fucking stuff that you bought like eight years ago. Remember that shit? Like, ha 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 ha. No, it's very, you're, you're right. And I think you're right too. It's a cynical way of showing something that probably should be shown. It's, it's, you know what I mean? I mean, it's I just think that it's, it has like a really, it's like looking down. It's, um, yeah, it's punching down. Yeah, it, like, I mean, I think that there's a way to like talk about how culture is multifaceted and like these sorts of things can be perpetrated by like an economic elite. Yeah. While like normal, well-meaning people who aren't stupid for watching music videos or television or buying right. cover boards kind of like get taken advantage of. But the movie kind of tries to spin into this narrative like, oh, like, there's, because this other stuff, which is not important, exists, yeah. the important stuff in the housing market, it's like, no, I don't think that, I mean, I'm here seeing your movie that's getting nominated for Oscars, like, yeah. I don't think culture is unimportant. Right. Like, I don't think the average person is stupid. Right. Um, well, that's what made the one scene so interesting to me when they went to Miami, they talked to the guy, they were like... Is you know has the my landlord hasn't been paying the rent like what's going to happen to me like that to me was yeah. kind of interesting yeah, and engaging it was. it was like just normal people living a life they don't really understand what's happening but yeah. they're like genuine nobody not many people know what was happening obviously. that's that's when they could have shown him with a bunch of stuff yeah like like look at this normal person he's being like a normalized person and then all these fucking bankers are fucking up it's not like the random people. It's right. like these fucking well, douchebag bankers. But, like, the movie also makes it seem as though it's just, like, random people are so stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like, when the stripper woman is like, I have three houses and a condo I don't, or whatever. I don't think it was like, trying to make her look stupid. I think it was trying to make her look, like, misled. Okay, like that's part of some, like, consumer culture. Yeah, that that, that is... Which, like, I paid $9 to see this stupid movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know how but, critical you can be of consumer culture. Right, right, yeah. right. I think they were trying trying to set up that, like, maybe it's not people's fault that they were set up to believe that that, yeah. that is okay to do yeah but i think it's like, a much more it's interesting like, wow. story to me well and but yeah. i also think that the movie is like openly condescending towards the average person because like the average person who's gonna watch this movie they have these little cuts where it's like because you're too stupid to understand we have margot roby in the bath and she'll explain like yeah, right. um bundling <laughs> of mortgages yeah. to you and, and then it's like, her her okay, being you could probably like, just tell me. Yeah, that's a little demeaning and yeah. strange. I mean, I, did, I feel like I was kind of okay with that until, like, the actual things that were happening in there were, like, her being, like, 
almost like I'm like, oh, is she gonna show her boobs? Yeah. Like, whoa, yeah. And she's like, no, get out of here. Yeah. And I was like, uh, oh is, fuck. Is it like, do you think that? Okay, I think we agree that it's condescending, and I think that we agree that Adam McKay looks down upon his audience, perhaps, or maybe he doesn't think of it that way. But I think he's subconsciously doing that. But if you were to give him the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> do you think that it's like a subversion of like bro banking culture that like the movie's looking down on people because these banker people are looking down on people? Oh, that's you kind know of what an I mean? interesting point. Do you think that that would be true? Because Todd Phillips, I think his name's Todd Phillips, who directed The Hangover and Old School and Road Trip. His first two movies, one was about Gigi Allen Whoa. called uh, Hated or something like that. Hate. Yeah. And then his next uh, movie was an HBO documentary about hazing. I think it was called Frat House. And it was about hazing at frats and like a dissection of how disgusting and horrible frat culture is. Hmm. And then following those movies, he produced Project X. He did yeah. hangover movies, movies that are exclusively yeah. men hazing each other. Yeah. And I wonder that in Todd Phillips' head, if he's like, okay, these are subverting these things while it's having your cake and eating it too. And maybe that's what Todd Phillips is thinking. And I don't know, maybe that's what Adam McKay's thinking yeah, too. Yeah, I, mean, I, like, like, I think you, you can make that similar argument about like some John Avatar movies. Yeah. Like Superbad is in many ways supposed to be like a subversion of yes. like... Um, you know, high school, like, party yeah. culture or something like that. But is, like, indulging in something like that inherently bad? Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I think like, it kind of if... goes back to what you were saying earlier about Wolf of Wall Street. Like, that's fine if you want to, like, uh, subvert this thing, but then you can't also, like, in the movie, take the moral high ground. Yes. That's um, very true. Well, and it's also a more serious issue than anything. It's more a serious issue than yeah. The Hangover. The yeah. Hangover's about just four idiots. But I feel like these movies could start off, like, in Todd's mind, like, oh, I'm going to make this a movie that makes people aware of how stupid this is. Yeah. But then, like, through the Hollywood jello of shit that they have to go through to get the movie out, okay. it turns into something else. And he, like, doesn't have control over that. Do you that's think that's why Adam McKay had too many cooks in the kitchen? He couldn't really have his vision? Or do you think this is his vision unfiltered? I guess I don't care. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. It's just, the, it's just the work itself. It could have been Spotlight. Could have been good. Yeah, Spotlight is a good example of Absolutely. a movie that takes a, 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 a so, sort of oblique angle at an issue. Yeah. You know, it's not just talking about... Um, it's not just like, whoop, here's a, here's a little boy... It's a story about a little boy who gets molested by a priest. No, it's a story about reporters who report on this issue. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of an oblique angle, but it's one that allows them to... And I think that movie does less of like taking the moral high ground than uh, The Big Short. Absolutely. Even though the main characters are, you know, I think pretty clearly like better humans. Because yeah. they're trying to break the story that will help people. Yes. You know, not that they necessarily have all the but, purest motives, but like right. they're certainly better off than someone who's like, oh yeah, I just like bet on this market failure so that I could make money. Well, I think that's interesting because I think Spotlight has some scenes where like 9-11 happens and then yeah, everybody in Spotlight's like all the Spotlight people like, God, oh, I thought I was working on the biggest story. Now this isn't the biggest story. Yeah. Like, it's like, they're human. They have been working on this thing. They don't care about anything. But you know what I mean? It's kind of like, it's the exact opposite of moral high ground. And I yeah. feel like 
the big short is like trying to have teaching moments with yeah. the audience where it's like this is bad like Brad yeah. Pitt's like monologue where he's like do you even realize what's and it's like instead of doing it subtly like uh, Spotlight is so subtle yeah and having them be real humans and having them have like these moments in Spotlight so subtle and then the big short is just bashing you over the head like Steve Carell's like I feel bad about this. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. he does it, and he does it in such isolated moments too. Yeah, he's like, like I, I can't believe those motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. think you can like, like outsource uh, that to like two scenes in a movie. No, and like co- sort of cordon them off, and yeah. then expect it to like really work. Yeah. Anyways, you were gonna say something earlier. I think we interrupted you. Yeah, I'm sorry. No. Uh, oh, uh, so if The Big Short had been edited like it was just about Steve Carell and his gang. It, I feel like we all would have felt like, oh, this is just a worse version of Spotlight. Yeah, that's true. So, like... I mean, I, I will say, like, when I'm trying to be charitable to this movie, which takes, like, a lot of effort, um, <laughs> it did, like, go for something, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't vanilla. It no. was, like, disgusting, but it tried something. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I think it, like, tries to go for the fences and then misses horribly. Or, like, whiffs. But I think that it's nice that it tried, I suppose. And I think that you could take the footage shot and make a good movie out of it. I don't know. You strip away... The, well, here, let's do this. <laughs> what would we do to the film? What I would do, personally, and maybe this isn't interesting, but strip away the Getty's Images stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Get rid of all the fourth wall breaking stuff. Yeah. Put um, <laughs> Christian Bale... I was going to say Chris Kattan. Put Christian Bale at the very beginning, and that's it. Or Focus, just him. Yeah, or... If, Focus almost exclusively on Steve Carell's character. Yeah. Trim down the editing, keep shots longer, and have sad, depressing shots of streets with houses for sale. And you know what I mean? I mean, I think the have problem more of a human element. The problem with that is I don't think you could use the footage. Like, there were a couple times where, like, you can tell they were like, oh, yeah, here we go. Here's, like, a good shot. This shot's, like, really pretty. Uh-huh. And it was just, like, some buildings in a downtown area or, like, some high-rises or, yeah. like, some business buildings. Yeah. And then they took up, like, 20% of the shot. And then above it, it was just, like, 80% of the shot yeah, was, yeah. like, sky. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, whoa, you just took a shot that was, like, a bunch of photographs I took in eighth grade. Like, yeah. listen. When I um, thought I was being arty. Listen. Or the worst one. Steve Carell is like having that little breakdown where he's talking to Marissa Tomei, who's yeah, like yeah. in that movie for some reason. Yeah, and then She's they, so they half, use half some of sort body. of like She's so wonderful. They use some like light refracting so that Steve Carell's face is kind of like split. Yeah. Um, and like disjointed, and it's supposed to represent like how he's yeah, feeling, yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of like conflicted yeah. and disjointed. Oh my and god! It's such like the shot is just like wow, I'm so smart, and, yes. and I'm just sitting there going, no, you're not, yeah, 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 and it yeah. didn't even look good. Yeah, like it's one thing to do that and like be like, okay, that shot looks cool, like it's kind of too obvious, Thieb. Thieb but it bad. looked bad. Did you see the you know Thebe? There yeah. was a shot where uh, the dead brother is in like complete darkness, and then the younger brother is in complete light. And it was, like, very subtle. And I was like, oh, this actually looks quite nice. But I um, remember that shot, and I remember thinking, oh, no. Like, but can I say one thing? I almost just, like, left when that <laughs> We were all sitting together. It was so bad. Listen, uh. they weren't meant to be pretty images. They were meant to be provocative and a little jarring, says Hank Corwin. <laughs> so uh, um, you just don't get it, man. Ready? The, the, the worst thing in the whole movie was when they were having that really serious time, and they went and go and saw all the houses and shit. Yeah. And they go, 
behind one of the houses, and then in the pool is the alligator. And, and also, it's just like, oh, there's an alligator. We gotta run away. Yeah, and then they ran away. And then why is that even ended. in the movie? I kind of liked that. I fucking hated that. So I, I, just, I was like, maybe the alligator will eat everyone in this movie. <laughs> like, what is it supposed over. to be like? So that like when bros are watching, like, oh, that's a bummer, dude. <laughs> like, know. oh, the alligator. I think the- yeah, I think it's just supposed to be funny. I yeah. think it's like it's. The movie's trying to do, like, what Wolf of Wall Street does. And Wolf of Wall Street has moments where it's like, oh, that's weird. Why is that in here? But it's, like, nice that it's in there. It's, like, surreal and strange that they would put these little moments in there. But the big short did it so infrequently that it doesn't even make sense. It's jarring. Do you know what I mean? To see, like, these images. Like, why are these things happening right now? Um, None of this makes sense. I never saw the Wolf of Wall Street. (laughs) That's fine. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It was good. It is, um, it's of worth. Uh, by the way, uh, I think I already told you this, Sam, but The Big Short won the Producers Guild yes. Award, uh, and the movies that win that go on to win Best Picture at the Oscars 70% of the time, so very likely it's gonna win we're Oscar. talking about Best Picture winner. I think um, it's going to be one of the 30%. That, Do you guys uh, want to talk about the Oscars? Well, can I say one thing about yeah. The Big Short? Um, I already have, I suppose. Yeah. But I and the Oscars. I want to talk about both of them, I suppose. We're good. What, if anything, out of the things that it was nominated for, what should it win? Let's say it has to win one Oscar. What would? What's <laughs> oh, the one thing that it should win for? Okay, so it's nominated for. Um, I mean, the most egregious nominations, I think, are um, that it was nominated for best director and best editing. Yes. Since the, the direction and the editing were like. Two of the things that I thought were the very worst parts of this bad movie. Well, it was trying to trick people, and people get tricked so easily now. I suppose maybe that's it. I mean, no, I think that the direction... The direction's interesting, because there's the image, and then also a director directs the actors. Yeah, And I feel like the the actors are so good. Yeah. But I feel like what happened probably was that they just let the camera roll. Yeah. I mean, they're just all good actors. And they're all great actors, so they can just do what... You know what I mean? Let's just give Steve Carell, like, some award. Like, okay, we get it. stop doing these serious movies. Like, we we fucking get it. Go back him in all of of his series. Yeah, Yeah, you like Foxcatcher? I like him in Foxcatcher. He's okay. I thought you hated Foxcatcher. I hate Foxcatcher, but I think it's, like... I think... There's something to like about all movies, regardless of anything else. No, it's true. (laughs) And And I don't think that, like... That's a, a terrible performance. I feel and I like think he's good in this movie. I feel like Steve Carell should be taking all the parts that Jake Gyllenhaal takes. Oh, now that's you know what I, where I'm going with this because I've talked to you about Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. I think Jake Gyllenhaal reads the script, yes. and it's like on the surface there's something that's like kind of weird yeah. or like interesting or like out there or alternative. And Jake Gyllenhaal's, Jake Gyllenhaal's like, I'm a cool guy. I want. I don't just want to like. I don't know, play like a cop or a war hero in every movie. Like, I'll do this. And then it's like, yeah, but Jake, the script doesn't really go beyond that. Like, the character's a little bit of an outsider and he's kind of weird. And then that's kind of the movie. Like, I think you're a good actor. Maybe you should take a script where there's like some levels of nuance beyond that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's not smart enough to know that. I mean, I don't know Jake Gyllenhaal. Who knows? Yeah. But anyways, I feel like Steve Carell yeah. is like, oh, I'm a good actor. I'm going to do all these good actor movies. And it's like, no, Steve, you really don't have that many tools in your actor uh, yeah. toolbox. Mm. Like, he should just take the movies that are like, oh, this guy's like kind of weird. Like, this movie might get nominated for an Oscar. Or like, you know, alternative people might like this movie. Yeah. Well, okay, Steve Carell, you're not, you're like, that's your level of capability. So you should take all those scripts. Yeah. Just do the like one-off little like, I'm weird. What was that Jake Gyllenhaal movie where he was like the 
cameraman. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. Steve Carell would have been incredible in that role. I think. <laughs> Legitimately. Yeah. And I think that I think Steve Carell's good in the big short. I think he gives an interesting performance. There are some scenes where he's being explained things in his face. You can almost tell, I don't know if this is true or not, but it's like the first time that he's been like given this information and he, you can tell he's trying to process it without like going, wait, what are you talking, you know what I mean? Yeah. He has like good, to me he's good at being like confused. Yeah, I mean maybe he's doing like a good performance, I just don't like that interpretation of that character that much. Mm -hmm. um, this guy who's just like kind of confused and mad. Um, I feel well, like he yeah, should, it, that doesn't matter to me. His character, though, I feel like that character should just know about all the shit that is happening. Because, like, they're, like, kind of set up as, like, people who, like, kind of know what they're doing. But then also, they're like, what? I didn't know about this. What's going on? But, like, I why think that's it. That, yeah. But I think maybe they're supposed to be stand-ins for the audience itself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Well, what, That's what, why wait, they would have been the best in the yes. Oscars. I think... Okay, yeah, so wait, what else has this been nominated it's for? It's been nominated Best Direction. It's act, the acting direction is good. Uh, best Editing. Best, best Adapted Screenplay. Best Picture. And Best uh, Supporting fuck? Actor. I think it's five. The screenplay wasn't good either. Jeez. I think the screenplay is pretty bad, and it was apparently mostly improvisation. I think it would probably... I would probably pick Christian Bale, maybe. Just because it seems like... Well, who, like, who, I don't have a horse in that race, like, yeah. who do I really want to win Best Supporting Actor? Just give it Best Soundtrack because that's where it was the most cynical. <laughs> I, I don't even remember it soundtrack. They, they just played, like, a bunch of old songs. From oh, really? Era, yeah. They should have just uh, played Soldier Boy for, like, the duration. Yeah, they should have just played whatever the song is, Superman or yeah. whatever, yeah. Huh. Well, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other Best Supporting Actors. I wouldn't give it a single Oscar, so. <laughs> yeah, okay. Who else is in Best Supporting Actor? I, I can't even think. Uh, Mark Hardy? Ruffalo? Tom Hardy. Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hardy. Um, Isn't Tom Hardy also going for Best Actor? No, no I don't think he, he got nominated either. for Mad Max. Damn. Uh, or you're talking about Legend. He should have been nominated for Legend. Um, no, that's not what I was talking about. I'm trying to think there's two other people. I don't know. I don't know who would win that. Oh, Mark Rylance for um, Bridge of Spies. Okay. Somebody else. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Not a black person. <laughs> not a, no. There's, I think I read yesterday there's been eight people of color who yeah, have won that, Oscars yeah. in the history of Oscardom. That's insane. And, you know, one of them was for Gone with the Wind. And well, does Oscar for, like, sound hell. like a black name? What? <laughs> what? I'm just trying to be funny. Uh, no, I... Uh, just trying to be funny. I think... Well, you could talk about that. Um, uh, yeah, so we were, we were talking about this the other day. Is, is that where you're going? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, I'm pretty into this uh, Oscar boycott. Not that I think the Oscars are an institution that, like, highlights my favorite films during a year, mm -hmm. or, like, one that I have, like, particular faith in. Um... But I do think that, like, they're this weirdly huge part of the culture. It's so um, weird. I, I read, I think someone on Twitter, sorry, I don't remember who you are, but, like, described it as, um, like, every year the Oscars just, like, keep tricking everybody into watching them. Like, I, like, I'm more interested in movies and, like, the film industry than, like, most people I know. 
Um, but like everyone watches the Oscars. People who watch like two movies during the year are like yeah. gonna watch the Oscars. Well, it's a bunch of wonderful. I love the Oscars. I'm not going to critique them at all, but <laughs> I really enjoy them. Except for obviously their problem with people of color. But I really do enjoy them. But I think that part of the appeal is just that it's illustrious and that yeah. there are. But I think way more people watch the Oscars than the Grammys. I could be wrong about this, but well, that's well, I the Grammys. It. I think are like. I don't know. Bad. The the like the show itself is. The show good. itself is not as well produced. Yeah. It doesn't have like I think when the you Grammys think of celebrities, are... you don't think of like uh, the one country star that everybody knows in like uh, Five Seconds of Summer. You think of like Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. And no, I be think, but around. I think like musicians like uh, are becoming bigger and bigger pieces of the culture. Like Taylor Swift and Drake are like. No, but I disagree in a way because I think. Like, you can go and see Taylor Swift. She comes live. You yeah, know you can I mean? go see movies. No, I know, but you don't see them live. Okay. Angelina Jolie doesn't come from town to town going to the <laughs> power center. Do you know? I think I mean? she's going to do that to promote her next, like, uh, propaganda film, like, rah-rah America. Oh, I don't know. Did you see By the Sea? <laughs> no. That movie's... I really enjoyed it, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. But, I actually um, kind of like Angelina Jolie. I like this idea that she'll become... Uh, director I would love and that. be good yeah but, like I also don't know if it will happen <laughs> yeah un unbroken was not a, a good picture but the fact of the matter is everybody watches the Oscars for whatever reason I I happen to like them but they do have a problem and I yeah and I think that like because there's such a big conversation for like the country uh, if if like they can highlight some of the horrible racial issues we have, then, like, great. Like, let's let's use this enormous platform to talk mm -hmm. about that. Yes. Because um, it's a conversation that, you know, is sort of happening, but yeah. I think the more the more it can happen the on the bigger stage it can happen, the better. Sure. And it has affected change, right? This is what should happen. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and okay. Spike Lee uh -huh. should... Um, like produce some counter programming for the Oscars, like Donald Trump doing his. Oh, um, that's kind of like anti Fox. Holy debate. shit! Yeah. Oh my god. That would be amazing. Huh? What would they call? Okay, it? if they did a Black Oscars. Yeah. I would love that. I would be so excited for the Black Oscars. Hmm. They could just have like cool people be the. They could have Young Thug be the fucking. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so whatever announcer, and you just not understand There's anything he says. No, no. Yeah. Um, host. Yes, Young Thug would be the host, and it would be. I the wish best nobody thing. would be the host of any the SAG awards, which are. Um, well, I think actors go. I wish there was no award shows because oh. if you get hired onto a job where there's literally millions of dollars being spent to make a movie, that yeah. should be a fucking award enough because <laughs> oh. people die for that shit. No, I think it's I think it's nice that people are rewarded for what they do. I don't think extremely fucking rich people should be extremely fucking rich, and then. Also, give it fucking awards <laughs> so everyone can cry and be like, I fucking love this rich person. No, I think that's too cynical. <laughs> they are so cool. I don't know. I think I hate. I hate that. I hate I award shows. I think that's too cynical of a, of a thought. I maybe. Think maybe you're be, probably right, but... People should be congratulated for things. Because... Just well, anyone in general should be congratulated for things. and like. Okay, but it's not like but, any fucking random-ass person can be, win an Oscar. Well, if you're a good performer. I mean, like, I, don't, it, the, I don't fully okay, believe that, people, though. Your movie, your movie has to be seen. Movies are a huge business. So they get a huge reward. Do you know yeah. what I mean? 
the music is a smaller but still really important business. They get the Grammys, and uh, people who work at you know McDonald's or something have like employee of the month things. They have you know what I mean, and it's just like all about scale, and that's not necessarily a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying everyone should be rewarded for okay. what they should do. I would I would agree with you about like employee of the month and stuff like that. But that's I just nice. I just don't think it should apply to like art. I just don't think there should be awards for art. Well, but I think awards, uh, like, whether or not you like awards, award ceremonies, like the Oscars afford people who are nominated for them and who gain exposure through them to create more art. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think occasionally there is, like, a good movie that wins an Oscar, um, and then, like, a bunch of people go to see it. Yeah, Yeah. like the Polaris Um, Music Prize or whatever affords people an opportunity to make a different album. I guess I, I I would agree with that. But um, I just don't think it should be such a fucking production. I but think the, like it's the, it's the glamour, <laughs> you know. Like it I, just bothers me. I don't know. I just feel like it's like such a subjective thing. Yeah. But then you have like these like old people that are just like, I liked this movie a lot, and then like. I always thought it made it. sense. I always thought like these are the people who work in the pictures. They know about movies. They're not going to be biased at all. They're going to be like these delightful people who are like, I saw this movie. This movie's wonderful. Like have an actual like taste about movies. And then like the Hollywood Reporter, I think last year, uh, after no people of color were nominated last year, even though there should have been many of them, uh, they ran a bunch of Hollywood Reporter people. Like I mean, yeah. people in yeah. the system saying like why they would pick this, why they would pick that. And it was, like, the most stupid... Yeah. Like, it was like, well, I didn't see any of the other movies, and Tom Hanks is nice. And I'm like, <laughs> that's the dumbest reason to vote and for anything. Not that Tom Hanks is bad or anything like that. I'm just using an example. Yeah. But, like, I always thought it was people who had, like, a love and affection for movies. But I think that, like, a lot of people in the industry think of it as a job in a way. And I think that that was kind well, of, Well, and there's like, tons alarming. of campaigning that goes on. That's what it all um, is, yeah. And it's yeah, strange. Maybe they should just make it transparent, like... It like, should be every like it's like an election, and it should just be like, yep, like the general ideas that we're trying to select good movies, but like really, we're trying to see who can do the best job marketing their movie sure. for this spe- specific award. Yeah. yeah, or they should just make it a little different. How they, you know what I mean? It should be less of like a dog and uh, pony show kind of thing. To me, in my opinion, I love lavishness. I think it's interesting. I, I think it's kind of cynical to say like. People can't have fun. People can't be lavish. Do you know yeah, what I mean? mean that's what that's like the appeal of it at this. Like I feel like the, the amount of engagement I have with movies mm-hmm. at this point is not like I'm, you're not gonna the Oscars aren't gonna like clue me into some movie I didn't know about. Yeah, um, and I think it might do that for a lot of people. A lot of people might be like, oh, Room and yeah, yeah, yeah. picture. Like I've never even heard of them. What else have they done? Like I think it's an interesting like conduit for a lot of people. But then I mean at this point the appeal for me is just like watching like, a lot of good-looking people. Yeah, win. Or, like, my favorite thing about the Oscars is just, like, watching Bradley Cooper, like, stew and, like, try not to convey, like, how badly he wants to be recognized as, like, a great actor. And then he'll, like, smile really big and pass someone on the back. Yeah, you can just tell that all he's thinking throughout the whole Oscars is, like, I want to be the best, I want to be the best, I want to be the best. (laughs) Oh, poor Bradley. Uh, No, I like him. It makes him endearing in a way. I do. I see. Like, he definitely has, like, hateful thoughts about everyone who he sees as his competitor. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's what I kind of feel like about Christian Bale, kind of. I think he, like, really likes acting. And I think he might just, like, hate people who take it in a less serious fashion. Huh. And, like, I can see at award shows he's just like, Ugh. sort of in the same way Joaquin Phoenix is like that, too. 
Where he's what like, a treasure. Yeah, he's a delight. He should win. Okay, here. To end, I suppose, uh, what would you say would be best picture? If you had to pick the movies that are nominated currently, what would be the best picture? I don't know all the new... I don't know. Uh, okay, Mad Max. Here, I'll, na- I'll name them. I, uh, well, I don't know them. For best picture head. only? Yeah, Mad Max, Spotlight, Room, Big Short, um, oh, oh, The no. Revenant, The Revenant, uh, and then there's three other ones. Uh, oh, gosh, I wish I could remember Brooklyn. Them. Brooklyn, which is nice. Um, Bridge of Spies? Bridge of Spies, I think. And then there's one more, I think. The Martian. The Martian. <laughs> There we go. We did um, it. It's got to be Spotlight or Mad Max, right? If, if we're talking like our opinions, like our actual opinions. Okay, yeah. maybe we should say two things. What's like the one that is probably going to win and what's the one that you want to win? I w- wish desperately Mad Max would win. It has some, it's such great practical effects. It's like an incredible, amazing, uh, I mean, if there's going to be a year for like an action movie to win, mm-hmm. it's like this year yes. for a really weak field for yeah. like traditional Oscar type yes. movies. It's an interesting field to me. I think it's interesting. I don't know. In that piece, did you read that thing like A.O. Scott, Manola Dargis, and Wesley Morris like talking about the Oscars? Yeah. And Wesley is like, yeah, remember that first year that they expanded the possible field to 10? Yeah. Basically like in response to everyone saying like, oh, the Dark Knight should have won, yeah. which by the way, it shouldn't have. Um, Was that 2009? I don't know. But then it's like they actually had a really diverse field yeah, of Best Picture nominees. Like District 9 was nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never was going to have a chance. But I feel like that's yeah. such a nice recognition for a really well-made yeah. genre picture. Yeah. Like District 9. Like Dis- I love District 9. I think that's a great movie. Yeah. We Never is going to have a chance in hell to win mm-hmm. uh, Best Picture. But like that's such a cool stage for it to, to be on. Yes. And I, it was kind of cool. Like, oh, they're doing 10 now. Like maybe this will continue to be. And then they just promptly went back to like. Well, I think like the fact that. Is Star, Star Wars is nominated for Best Picture? No. Okay. Uh, I think it's interesting Mad Max is nominated. I think it's interesting Room is nominated. Like, the, the such a small picture, and then yeah. Mad Max is such a genre picture. Those are interesting to me. Um, so I think they're doing a little bit of an interesting thing, but not as much as it I don't see why they just don't do ten. Like, what's the downside to doing ten? As opposed, instead of eight? Well, because now they can do any number yeah. between five and ten, I think. That's a lot of names to, to read. On stage. That is true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And like the more names you have, like the higher chance you have of like mispronouncing something. So that's like... very true. <laughs> and also the higher number, the, the the bigger percentage of having a movie with a person of color in it. Yeah. So like you might have to yeah, you, you, you might have to nominate there. Creed. Yeah. For, for you know what I mean. I think that's the most egregious thing. Or Creed. Creed should have been nominated. Concussion. Concussion. Is that oh what that's my, called? Yes, yeah. it is called that. <laughs> what would you? Okay. What a great name for a movie. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say, I think, Mad Max should win. I think The Revenant or um, uh, the uh, Spotlight. The Revenant. They're not gonna have Inuri two win too. The yeah, The Revenant won't win. He might win Best Director. Yeah. I know a man. Emmanuel is gonna win Best. It won't win Best Picture though. It won't win Best. Okay, so what do you think? I would bet against it. Okay. I think Big Short might win. A lot of like statistical models that try and predict yeah. this sort of thing are like starting to favor Big Short. What about, what about The Martian? No I think chance. everybody's like, oh, it's a feel-good, fun movie. It's like about NASA. It's about like space exploration. No, That's so weird because like when I saw the previews for that, I'm, I was just like, I'll never see that. Really? That was Did you see fucking it? stupid. No, I didn't end up seeing it. Okay, it's worthwhile. Yeah, I mean, it's you a put a movie picture. in space and like you just drastically increase yeah. the chances that I'm going to go If see I just it. see Matt Damon, I'm just like, fuck that. I, I love like, I Matt, Damon. Matt Damon. I don't like Matt Damon. I think 
have you ever seen Talented Miss Ripley? That is such a great Matt Damon performance. No. Um, but have what you ever seen uh, The Born Identity? Oh my god. I've seen like a bit of it and I was just like, alright, I get it. <laughs> what do you, I mean, oh, that's, he, he's really good at have you kicking ever seen, That uh, is so true. <laughs> I'm trying to think, have you ever seen, was Matt Damon in any of, any of those? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Thank you very much. What do you think would win Best Picture if you had to pick? I, I feel like it would be a toss-up between The Big Short and... Well, this isn't what I would pick. This is what I would, would yeah. think would win. Yeah. Um, yeah, The Big Short and Spotlight. Yeah. I think that's a very that's it. interesting two because they're, they're trying to do similar things yeah. and one is entirely successful and one is not so successful. Yeah. You know what really surprised me? I was shocked that Carol didn't get nominated for Best Picture. That's unbelievable. It Like, I mean, it's kind of nice sometimes when there's a movie that you're like, okay, this isn't too, like, out there. This can be an Oscar movie. Mm. And it's also really good. Yeah. And I thought Carol was really good. Yeah, I loved yeah. Carol. Yeah. Alas. They're, the two C's, Creed and Carol, should have been nominated, I think. If, there's, if, there, if you can have ten... And you only yeah. make eight. Those are the two that you would put in, I think. Um, and Carol. I would just give Mad Max the Oscar because it's incredible. Fuck it, and it was it was fun to watch, and it's like a movie that in like five years I feel like I would be like, we should just watch that again. Cause yes, I think five good. years, ten years, fifteen years, twenty years, it'd yeah. be like Mad Max. Let's and just like, do it. Yeah, and I like really liked Spotlight. But I don't think in, like, a couple of years I'll, like, care to watch it again. No. I just, right. like, liked it when I watched it. Yeah, and, it like, should be about, like, the the feeling you have when you see a movie. That should be, like, a very interesting... That should yeah. be the, the, the thing that drives the Oscars yeah. to me. Like, Mad Max what was is a like, good movie? Mad Max is, like, a movie I would want to, like, sit down and watch with someone else who hasn't seen it before so they could just be like, that was good. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah it oh, was, my God, I can't yeah. believe you haven't seen Fury Road yet. Yeah. you got to see it. Like, it's so good. Right. A Spotlight is, like, a movie I'd be like, yeah, just go watch it yourself. Right. Yeah, I, don't I just know you like. Yeah, 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 I just yeah, know yeah. you like. Although it, yeah. Spotlight, I feel like I would watch if it was on TV on like a Sunday in ten years. I'd yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I I tune like in twenty spaghetti. minutes into the movie. Yeah. 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 It's um, so well manufactured, but yeah, Mad Max. I mean, you you re- well, we're probably gonna do a podcast where we give out like our own awards. Yeah. Since I know like a lot of uh, you know the big movers and shakers in the industry are really interested to know what we think. Yes. Um, Kraken is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, quick shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Ricky. Oh. <laughs> In Baltimore, right? I think so. How how wonderful. Our fan. Uh, yeah, it's re- it's by the way, it's really nice. Uh, a couple of people have you know just even mentioned that they've watched the show. Yeah, shout out to everyone who said anything. Yeah, thanks Jesse. There's a handful for listening. of people. Um, yeah, thanks thanks for listening. Everyone who's doing that. Uh, we're it's just delighted to know that anyone cares at all so uh that's probably about it for this yeah see the big short if you want (laughs) actually just don't if if you like um are one of these people who kind of